It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Jenny Jacoby is presented by Allstate. Get protected from mayhem this year when you switch and save with Allstate. Yo, this is David Allen Greer, and you're watching Jalen and Jacoby. Hey, it's Jalen Rose. I'm David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What is awesome. it that we do? Now, Jalen, you know I don't put too much into the results of preseason NBA games unless they support my narrative. And you know I'm a big Bill, Ben Simmons, and Bill Simmons supporter. I love Ben Simmons. I'm predicting a great year for Ben Simmons and the Nets. And I'm so high on Ben Simmons because he can do what he did last night. He can't shoot jump shots, but he can play defense. Last time he was in the NBA, he was voted second defensive player of the year, and he showed why last night against the Bucks in Milwaukee. Giannis got 20, but a lot of that came at the end. It was Ben Simmons locking Giannis down throughout the game with some help from Nick Claxton that really made the difference and again solidified my feeling that this is going to be a good year for Ben Simmons when he reemerges onto the NBA scene. I agree with you, my brother, and I appreciate that this has actually been a safe and legitimate critique when necessary of Ben Simmons. The one thing we didn't do is slander him when he didn't play in Philly. A lot of people were calling him names. And like I told you on and off wax, an NBA player doesn't choose back surgery. I'm still trying to figure, how did he pass his physical when he got traded? And now that he's on the floor, let's talk about his production. Shooting runners with his right hand in the lane with confidence. That one. Shooting them with confidence. Shooting the jump hook with his right with confidence. Now I will point out, He's still shooting his free throws with his left hand, which I've said for years, he's shooting with the incorrect hand outside of the paint. But his height, his confidence, his ball handling, his playmaking, and just to see a smile on his face. Jacoby, you know I've got a chance to talk to him. I've got a chance to analyze his game. And there's been a lot of turbulence since the Sixers lost to the Hawks a couple of years ago as an upstart team in the East while the, while the Sixers were talking about doing a process. And he struggled in those fourth quarters and he wanted out of Philly. He took his time, he got out of Philly. Now he gets a chance to reinvent himself with the Nets. And you're right, not only great D on Giannis, but one-on-one against Giannis. Yep. On the post, which is gonna be invaluable as they move forward. And also, I want to acknowledge both of their centers who played well, scoring the ball. 
getting rebounds. And also, each of their great players now get a chance to allow him to dribble the ball 60 feet and then give it to KD in an operating position. Sometimes give it to Kyrie in an operating position to keep their usage low. So everybody talks so much about minutes, but it's about usage. On that play, he literally just dribbled it up, gave it to KD. KD never took a bounce, shot a one leg post up. Easy money sniper. And so as the Nets continue to progress, and you're right, we're not gonna overreact to one preseason game. I will. But I acknowledge to you, him playing small ball five while still handling the ball is gonna make them one of the most dynamic offenses in the NBA. Let's just hope he can stay healthy. It certainly feels like the top of the East will be the Bucks, the Sixers, and the Nets in some version. You could you could sell me on all nine combinations of what that looks like. Maybe six, my math isn't good. But who knows what will happen at the top of the East. That's why this season is so fun. But now let's turn our attention to the West Coast and the second game of ESPN's doubleheader last night. You looked great, by the way, Jalen Rose. And that is the game between the the Timberwolves and the Lakers. The Timberwolves looked pretty good. They had it rolling. They had their big three of Edwards and Russell and Towns kind of doing their thing. However, Mr. Rose, question for you. I think Towns is in street clothes. Mr. Rose, Russell Westbrook was behaving a little interestingly during this game. In particular, one time when Pat Bev was trying to call a huddle and let's just lean on your 13 years of NBA experience. So you explain to us what's happening in this clip. I've been around this game almost 30 years. This is my 20th consecutive year covering the NBA in the media. And the unique thing about my job and position and platform, Jacoby, is uniquely I have personal relationships with these players. I run into Ben Simmons and have his number in my phone. I run into Russell Westbrook at games and or we interact and follow each other on social media. He's a future Hall of Fame player. And just like with Draymond Green, and Jordan Poole, who's a fellow Michigander like a little brother. You know I gotta keep it 10 toes down because that's the only way you become an OG. And it was really disturbing to me a couple of basketball points I wanna make first. Russ caught the ball in front of their bench two times on swing passes and stepped out of bounds. Two times in front of the bench. Not a great way to make an impression on a new coach. Also, there were a few plays where as the primary or secondary ball handler to initiate offense, you could tell that he was trying to force feed his assists. A couple of plays like one to LeBron should have gotten stolen, got deflected, LeBron laid it up. Oh, and by the way, I know I was the only person watching the preseason game. No, I saw that one. LeBron tipped it up off the backboard. He tipped it up off the backboard. They exactly. caught him, put it back. I saw that one. Exactly. And, and, and so, when you say that Pat Bev joined the team, and y'all going to be able to squash what happened in the past, y'all went out on the boat, y'all ordered food, I love that. Because that's what the game is all about. We teammates now. 
But that same energy got to happen with LeBron James, who you feel like is in position to trade you and not stopping the Lakers from doing it to make the team better. You can't take it personal that they want Kyrie Irving. Right now, at this point of his career, he's a better player. And for LeBron, it puts him in an awkward spot because he's the person clearly the champion for Russ or he wouldn't be there. And now the organization sees, for whatever reason, salary at this point of his career, that he's not a good fit for the team. So if you're not a good fit and you know it and they know it, you fire your agent, that's your personal business, you don't speak to LeBron in Summer League, okay, cool, we know that y'all not seeing eye to eye. But when you guys have that call before the season with Anthony Davis and also possibly somebody from the front office, now it's time to squash anything and get out there and play because the team is paying you a grand total of $40 million to play basketball this year. Yep. And, and so now when y'all on the court, there's something you have to be. Professional. And those five human beings have to be in unison for the purple and gold and for the greater cause of trying to get better and win a game. And so Pat Bev now on the team trying to bring everybody together. You can't be the distraction. It's one thing to do the, I believe that was White Man Can't Jump, whatever movie this happened in before. <laughs> We're like you're throwing the ball yeah, back yeah, and forth. Yeah, 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 Is that the movie? Yeah, I believe I, so. I just thought about that when I just seen it that time. Um, but again, there's a level of decorum you have to have. And when it's time to bring it in and you don't bring it in, you know what that means? Where's my phone? We got to make this deal immediate. It was interesting. It was so interesting to watch him last night, and he seems unhappy with the Los Angeles Lakers. And there's rumors about it this summer, as you mentioned, firing the agent, the agent making a statement. And I really think that if for Russell's best interest, he should buy into this, whether he gets traded or not, and fall in line and sort of do what he can to be the best performer he can for the Lakers. Jalen, do you remember when the Dolphins were undefeated and they were just, just the, the bell of the M, of the NFL ball after week three, we were so excited about them when they beat the Bills. Well, things have gone south for them since Tua's been concussed twice and then Tyrod couldn't play. And then we have Skylar Thompson at quarterback and a couple losses. Well, when they were flying high, they talked about this ping pong table in their locker room as a galvanizing strength. It's something that brought them together. Here's what Tua said. I would say the first thing that the ping pong table has brought is competition, more competition into the locker room. And then their linebacker, Sam, had this to say, honestly, if it weren't for that ping pong table, I already feel like I hit the rookie wall this year. Well, guess what? After they sung the praises of this ping pong table, the ping pong table has been removed by the captains, Jalen Rose. Removing the ping pong table from the locker room, is that going to be the key to the success of the Dolphins moving forward? I don't believe so, but as you know, a lot of things that happen in life start in the mind. And if you start to believe and think it can be a distraction, then ultimately it is a distraction. And for a Dolphins team this offseason, they've dealt with a lot. The suspension of their owner, my good friend, Stephen Ross. They lost one of their members of the front office who died during a game. Rest in peace. They got off to a terrific start after adding Cheeto and doing a waddle, and rightfully so. 
because Tua got off to a terrific start. And you and I both acknowledged the way Tua fell, and he stood back up, his knees buckled and fell again. Everybody should have protected him from himself, especially those medical professions who get professionals who get paid to do so, which is why one of them have lost their job, which is why now roughing the passer is something like hitting Tom Brady with a pillow. And if you're the Dolphins now, the whole key now is health. And how about Terod Taylor you mentioned, who's currently suing an NFL team, the Chargers, for malpractice based on the fact that he got injured <clears throat> by one of the medical professionals. Jaylen. And so it, they, I, I believe that this is something once Tua, if Tua gets healthy, they can overcome. But don't blame it on the ping pong table. Ping pong is fun. I'm just not good at it. Okay, good. I'm glad you admitted you're not good at it because previously you said you were good at softball and baseball and then in a celebrity game you struck out and hit it nowhere. <laughs> then you said you were good at golf and we've seen what happened there. So I'm glad you admitted finally that you're not good at a sport because previously you've had irrational confidence about every single sort except for basketball. Jalen. <laughs> I love Rose Tradamus and your predictions. However, after this very short break, we will introduce Jacob Stradamus and his predictions for this upcoming NFL season. And it involves these two gentlemen, Michael Jordan Big and LeVar Oak. Ball. My I'll dad explain LeVar. after this. You're watching the MJ. MJ. Shout to Jermaine Jackson. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Coming to you live above the Heineken River Deck here at the Seaport in New York City. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Rose, one of the favorite things that we do in this program is when you turn into Rose Stradamus and you predict the future so accurately. However, today I'm going to channel that energy. And today you're going to get a visit from Jacob Stradamus. Love That's right. I got the go. frames out. It's Love time for Jacob Stradamus. I have some bold predictions about this NBA season that I can't wait to share with you, starting with this season we will see something that has only been done three times in the history of the nba by wilt chamberlain bill russell and larry joe bird what jacob stradamus sees the stretch mark five my guy nikola Jokic, winning three straight mvps let me tell you why the Nuggets are going to be so good. He won last year. Everybody wanted to give it to Embiid, but his performance was just so undeniable that Jokic won it back-to-back. This season, they add to that team. Michael Porter Jr. comes back. Jamal Murray comes back. 
Bruce Brown is on the team now. They're going to be better. He's going to be just as good. Their record will be such, and his performance will be such, it'll be undeniable. He will win his third straight MVP, joining Wilt, Bill Russell, and Larry Joe Bird. Jacob Sardamas predicts it. Jalen Rose, your thoughts? They added Contavious Caldwell Pope, too. Yep. And let me just tell you something <clears throat> that's deeper in the box score that I love that you're watching League Pass every night. Adding Bruce Brown, who's one of the best cutters, yep. with Jokic, clearly one of the greatest passers of all time. I Great like fit. what you did there. Great and fit. And also, just having so many people that can catch lobs on the team. Aaron Gordon is still there also. Yep. I'm not mad at this, Jacoby. You surprised me with this one. I Jaylen, love the frames. I love the beard. And I love Jacob Stradamus. I'm Jacob not mad Stradamus, at it, but I'm taking Luka I'm getting Luka more today. energy. I'm getting I'm more energy. I'm, I'm getting take more Luka energy. And John. Well, you're going to be wrong. You're going to be wrong. No one's asking you. Luka I'm and getting no more energy. Right and I see something happening. It's a conflict. It's very public. And it's one-sided. And it gets a little tense and dirty. Oh, my I thought you were talking about while I was trending. Oh, my okay, prediction is that LeVar Ball will lash out against Michael Jordan over the way he runs the Hornets. The Hornets are going to be bad. LaMelo Ball is one of the most exciting players in the NBA. An extremely Family. talented young man. There is not a sufficient roster around him to bring the most out of LaMelo's talents. This will upset LaVar. LaVar will once again be very public, but this time he will set his sights on Michael Air Jeffrey Jordan. There will be a beef. Jordan will say nothing, but LaVar will come after Michael Jordan this season. Jacob Sudama sees it. Your thoughts, Mr. Rose? So many people are idolized and love in this footage. You know, I was adopted by LaVar. Shout to LaMelo. Get that ankle well soon, nephew. I know you're going to have an all-star late in season. But you're right. It does seem like that volcano is going to get close to erupting in LaVar if the Hornets aren't a consistent. Hold on. Hold on. Don't have a consistent spot Hold in on. the playoffs. Hold on. I'm seeing something. It's uh -oh. negative, negative energy coming from the Northeast. Uh -oh. And negative, negative energy coming too? from the Northeast. No. Jalen, Jacob Shadamas has a vision. Uh-oh. A first-round knockout for the Boston Celtics. After going all the way through the Eastern Conference to the NBA Finals, the Boston Celtics will go on the road for game one in the first round, and they will lose a 4-5 matchup in which they are the five seed. Jalen Rose. Jacoby Adams sees a first-round knockout in the playoffs for the Celtics. Your thoughts? I feel like MOP today. You on fire! Whether these are right or wrong, I like your thought process behind this. However, losing Ime Udoka is a lot bigger than people um, acknowledge. Yes, yes. But also, Robert Williams being hurt for an extended period of time isn't going yes. to help their standing. I see Gallinari what you did hurt. here. Brogdon is eventually going to be hurt. This mm. is going to be a tough season for them. Hopefully, they can here. bounce back when Ime comes back. Hold on, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting more energy. This is more digital energy now, Jalen. More? You know I don't like this. to pay you compliments, right? But I will do so right now. You are a trailblazer. You are truly if not the first, the first prominent athlete to have their own podcast, especially in the NBA. But Jacob Stradamus has a prediction about 
some of the people that have followed that trail that you blazed. Draymond Green will be suspended for at least one game this season because of something he said on his podcast. That's Jacob Stradamus. <laughs> Sees it in the future. Your thoughts. Oh, man. I love this so much. I'm happy to see Pat Bev have one also. J.J. Reddick. So many Shout other players. C.J. McCollum. A lot, a lot of players doing their Do you thing think Draymond game. will get suspended this no, season? No. Because of something he said I, on the podcast. I, I think we know that he dodged a bullet by not being suspended with the Jordan Poole incident and will be included in ring night as he gets his fourth. If that ain't get him suspended, I don't believe he's going to say something on his podcast that will. Jalen, this energy is coming from France. (laughs) There's a French energy, a je ne sais quoi, coming from France. And it's, it's a gravitational pull that is pulling NBA teams down in the standings. And what happened is Victor Wembanyama going to Vegas, he messed up the NBA season. Like he messed up, and Scoot did too. These two players playing together twice messed up the entire NBA season because there is that, that goal. There is that North Star that is seven foot four and can shoot step back threes waiting in this draft that's going to pull teams down in the standings. One of those teams will be the Portland Trailblazers. And you always said that Dame wanted to get that extension with the Trailblazers. He's got the extension. They're going to start out of the gate slowly. And then their front office, the new front office, is going to say, you know what? I like Victor Wembanyama and I like Scoot. And we shouldn't be trying to get in the plan to lose in the plan and not even make the playoffs. We should be at the bottom. And Dame Lillard will be traded this season by the Blazers to another team because they're on the clock for the draft spot that could bring in Victor Wambanyama to the Northwest from France. I predict he will be traded this season. Your thoughts, Mr. Rose? You're preaching today, my brother. Well, mm-hmm. let me just ask a couple of questions about my brother from the Bay because you know Oakland and Detroit are cousins. Okay. Did my guy get his top dollar deal already? Yes, facts. Definitely okay, did. Okay, cool. Did they add another all-star for him to play with this season? No, they did not. Okay. So I wouldn't be mad at one of my favorite players going to a contender. I am not mad at that at all. Returning from injury, they're trying to rebuild. And I'm glad you brought up Scoop. He's key in this. Because if he's not a legitimate player, that stops all of the teams from doing it. Hold on. I'm getting energy from our producers. They're saying go to break right now. We'll be back (laughs) right after this. (laughs) Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Every single day that we have this show, what do we do? We acknowledge the fact that Brittany Griner has been wrongfully detained. And seeing in the news how... Her emotional state is is as worse as it's ever been. I want to wish her a speedy, safe return to the United States. See y'all Monday. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We always say we get the people what they want. Part of that is doing podcast exclusive content for our podcast listeners. Jalen Rose, there's something that's always fascinated me, and that is this. Private investigators. They're usually like ex-cops. There's usually some something a little shady about them. And they're usually sort of like weaponized during war. That's exactly what happened with the owner of the Washington Commanders, Daniel Snyder, reportedly. And I got this from a very long article on ESPN.com by Wickersham and Van Nada that I did not read the whole thing. I started reading this thing. I got like four paragraphs in. That little bar on the side of your phone. Like the bar was tiny. I was like, there's no way I'm reading all this. I'm good. But apparently what happened was, and I'll summarize, Dan Snyder was being investigated for things that he violated around the workplace and some some unethical behaviors, perhaps illegal behaviors. And he felt that his seating as a governor in the NFL was at stake. So how did he retaliate, Mr. Rose? He retaliated how rich white people retaliate. <laughs> He hired private investigators <laughs> and dug up dirt on all of the other owners oh, and man. Commissioner Goodell himself. And he is weaponizing this information because he feels threatened that they're going to try to get him out of ownership a la Robert Sarver. Mr. Rose, I don't want to talk about the details of what dirt he might have on other owners and this, this, and that. I want to talk about the practice of hiring private investigators, what private investigators would find if someone followed you around for a month, like how this, how this whole thing works and like the life of a private investigator. If I, if someone, if my wife hired a private investigator to follow me, what would they learn? Like, I'm very curious about the idea of just hiring people to dig into someone's life and find out the dirty secrets. I feel like that should be illegal. I, thank you. It does feel like, like that should be illegal. That's that's a violation. And, and I want to ask our audience something before I answer your question and we get into the Dan Snyder thing. I'm not going to say where I was, which city and state I was in. But I want to say the circumstance. How do you feel about putting your trash out the day before and somebody broad daylight is just literally out there opening everybody's trash and going through it. Okay, a couple of things. Number one, it happens very often in New York City, but people are looking for cans so they can recycle them and get the deposit back. That doesn't bother me. If someone's trying to make a living by going through trash, that's fine. If someone's trying to feed themselves by going through trash, that's fine. But if you're trying to gather intel you're trying to gather intelligence and look through my mail and like really piece through documents that I threw away. Not okay. Not okay. 
Correct, I'm glad you gave that distinction because there's levels to it. And that, for me, feels like a violation. I'm pulling up at somebody else's house while there's somebody else literally going through their trash and opening up the trash bags. That, that just feels like a violation. But all yeah. due respect to those who clearly don't want to be in that position to have to do that if that's like a homeless person or some person that's having some issues. Of course, there, there, there's levels to it as you mentioned. The reason why I bring that up is because that's what it reminds me indirectly of what you described the work of a private investigator. I sh it should be illegal for me to hire somebody to follow you around without your knowledge. That's stalking. This, it, it does feel like it should be illegal. And I also feel like it's a very boring job that whoever is hiring, if someone were to follow me around and look at my daily routine, like after three days, they'd be like, there's nothing going on here. You know what I mean? Like, there's, like, there's nothing going on here. Like, well, this is just boring. Well, and let me, let me tell a brief story. I got into a car accident as a child. I, I, I ran into this person head on collision. Wow. I really thought I'd, I'd, and this person sued wow. me, my fault, they sued me, and then my insurance company hired a private investigator. He said he couldn't work because his back hurt. Hired a private investigator, and they showed me these pictures of him shoveling his driveway, like using his back, and I was like, wait a second, I asked my lawyer, I was like, I was a kid, I was like 17. I was like, wait a second, you had someone hiding in the woods across the street from this man's house taking pictures of him? They're like, yes, we hired a private investigator. And I was like, that is wild to me. Like that is absolutely wild to me that someone could be sitting in the woods across from your house, take pictures of you doing your regular thing. And those pictures could be used in the court of law against you. That should be illegal. Let me should get back to saying that. That's stalking is what that's called if the person ain't being paid or if the person isn't law enforcement. That's exactly the definition of that following somebody without their knowledge in places that they don't know that you're doing it. And let me teach you something. When you say your life is born, I want to introduce you to something. It's called reality TV and social media. Everybody thinks they love getting a piece of something that's behind the scenes that they wouldn't normally get. And your life is, is boring to you because you're living it. But I guarantee you, if you live the kind of lifestyle which you, which you don't, no shade, but you don't, live the kind of lifestyle that would warrant your wife to hire a private investigator to follow you, even if it wasn't about quote unquote cheating or seeing you with somebody else or doing whatever, there's a reason why it's illegal to open somebody else's mail. Yes. There's a reason why when you're on a phone conversation, you can love whoever's next to you very dearly, but you may walk away to take that phone conversation because there's certain levels of privacy. There's a reason why I can love you and we can love our producer, Nick Tuts, but we're not gonna call him on a three-way and one of us be quiet. You see what I'm saying? Mm. Like there's certain things to me that just are unethical and seem like they are a violation of privacy. 
And if somebody Agreed. was watching your daily routine, they would have opinions about it and it quote unquote wouldn't be born. I think this should be illegal. And let me get to the Dan Snyder part if you want to. Jalen, you mentioned what social up? media and I want to put everybody onto something that I've recently just delved into. It's a new social media. It's not Instagram, it's not TikTok, it's not Twitter. It's called Be Real. And what it is, no filters, no nothing. It gives you a prompt and you've got two minutes to then do a post of what you're doing in that moment. So it's, it's like the opposite of like this glorification of like Instagram versus reality vibe. It is reality, reality. I'm on it, David Jacoby on Be Real. I encourage everyone to get into this. It is a good social media that it's got a lot more heart and just sort of like, you know, feet on the ground than other social media experiences. I always say we give the people what they want. Part of that is hearing from the people. It is Thursday, which means what, Jalen Rose? Well, we normally turn the show over to callers on Friday. So, so we need them today. Does that mean you have the days off? No, we need them today. We need the calls. We need the people oh, right gotcha. now. Oh, got you. Okay. We need so the people nine, right now to call. Eight, eight, and by the way, we were just preaching on that Daniel Snyder topic. You're not getting that nowhere else. And I, and I just have to say this. I want to thank our supporters. I want to thank our staff. I want to thank the worldwide leader. I want to thank everybody, every stage that we've been on, radio, TV, podcast, YouTube, because as a fan of entertainment, I really enjoy doing this show because it's nothing like it. You let me know a show that's going to have on Conway the Machine and, my, and, and Van Gundy Mike Gundy, the coach of no. Oklahoma State. We have him coming tomorrow. Make sure you check that out. Very interesting interview. And right now, the most interesting thing we could ever do in this podcast exclusive is hand it over to you, our listeners. Tomorrow is all voicemail Friday, 9580. Jalen, leave us a voicemail for tomorrow. Today, we got time for one today. What up, Jalen? What up, Jacoby? Shout out to Reg. This is Ian from the Carolinas. I'm going to say right off the top, medicinal. Because I don't remember if I've called and asked this. I don't think so, though. My question is really for Jalen. I guess Jacoby can help out here, too. But it's like a Mandela effect. I see all these kids. I see every athlete out there when something good happens. Let's go! Let's go! I don't remember saying that as a kid. To me, that's like a Tom Brady, LeBron James, new era type thing. What were we saying as a kid? Because I don't remember saying, let's go. I really need your help with this. Appreciate you. Okay, a couple things. Number one, uh, I always love it when it's very clear the ethnicity of our callers. And some <laughs> tells me that my guy Ian looks more like me than you. I also love that he's so heavily into the medicinal lifestyle that he's like, I don't know if I've called and asked this before. <laughs> Literally, he's like, I don't know if I've asked this before, but I'm going to do it again. Number three thing I love about Ian's call is when he said this this question is for Jalen, I guess Jacoby can help out. Usually it's something about an NBA locker room or being rich <laughs> or like something that clearly Jalen Rose has expertise over than I do. 
which is fine. I understand my role. Like we're different people. We have different expertise. If you have a question about rec league basketball, I'll take it. If you have a question about an NBA locker room, Jalen will take it. But when you say I have a question for Jalen, not you, Jacoby, and the question is, kids now say, let's go. What did we say when we were kids? I don't know why that falls under Jalen's jurisdiction, but we always give the people what they want. I will give Ian what's he, what he wants and allow you to answer the question. <laughs> I think, actually, like Run DMC said, pass the D, I'll pass it back. Because I really feel like watching Tom Brady say let's go for all of these years seems something more like you would say than I would say anyway. What are mm. your thoughts on that? I'm spending this time trying to think of like what I would say after a big basket in high school. You know what I mean? And I don't know what exactly that would be. But I think let's go is not a new thing. I think that's just sort of like a, it's like world renowned too. If you go to other countries, you very quickly learn what let's go is in that language, because especially if you go to a sporting event, because it's so prevalent in that environment. But I can't think of like what another sort of like positive, affirming, loud, short statement that I would make if a teammate did something great that's not let's go. Besides like, yeah, or that's it, or that's right, or go, I don't know. You know what? It's kind of like sex. I don't want to talk about it. I'm just going to feel it out. You know what I mean? Like, like you know what? I, if I start overthinking this, I'm going to start thinking about it when I do it. So I'm just going to, you know what? I'm going to punt on this one, Ian. I think Let's Go is working. I have no problem with Let's Go. You can call back 9580Jalen and tell me what you said when you were growing up, but I don't really know what it is. But certain things, certain aspects of my life, I don't like to apply deep analysis to because well, it's, just, Ian, it's just paralysis by overanalysis. You. And Ian knows the show very well. And in your words of giving the people what they want, now I see why he asked me. Because you just said the words, I'm going to punt on this. Yes. So maybe he anticipated he that Jacoby wanted no parts of it. No part of it. I'm passing. Pass. R just like right? you passed in the first question of Family Feud final round. <laughs> The very first question, Jalen's like, ah, pass. <laughs> no, you can't go back. Well, the one thing that being on Family Feud and Jeopardy has taught me, well, it taught me a million things. But one, the Jeopardy, the board's too far away. The board's too far away. They don't tell you you need, you, you need bifocals to see the board. And also, just the ability to think, race, against time, like everybody's able to do it at home. Mm. But let's go, to be honest with you, it's been said since the beginning of time by everyone. Yeah, and it's not particularly inspiring either. No. And so well, people come up with other things to say to avoid saying that is so what Jaylen, Ian is actually asking. I want to take people behind the curtain. I was on the phone with our producer, Nick Tuts, and I walked past a, a $10 sunglasses table and I bought these sunglasses. For the people listening, these are like the gazelle style sunglasses, the frames that Jalen wears all the time. And I have to say, they look pretty good on me. I would never go outside this booth and wear them, but they do look pretty good on me. Here's all I know. All people that I love show up rocking the, the uh, the, the Sam Rothsteins, my sister Malika, my brother Richard Jefferson. They look good when they put them on. 
yesterday, looking through rose-colored rose -colored glasses on Countdown, my brother Stephen A, the OG Mike Wilbon, they look good with the frames. And I can't front Jacoby, my brother who's told me, I don't wear hats. I, I ain't wearing a beard. I don't, I don't. wear glasses. I don't. It's too All pretty. All I know is. Too pretty. Joao brought you a pair of glasses. You probably lost them. You was wearing them for a minute. Yeah. Where are those glasses? Something happened to those glasses. <laughs> it's kind of like you retiring from the NBA. Like, I don't declare them lost. They're just, they're missing in action right now. They're missing in action right now. I figured that. So, yeah. yes, the glasses you're rocking now look awesome. I think you should adopt them. No, I'm good. This is too much for me. Again, I don't want to deny society the blessing that is the, the ability to look at my face. You know what I mean? That's why I don't wear hats. That's why I don't wear sunglasses and don't wear beards, because I don't want to deny the human gotcha. race the, the, the gotcha. pleasure of well, looking upon my you. visage. We appreciate you. are all you. welcome. You're welcome. All humans are welcome for me allowing them to look at my face. We, we will be back you. tomorrow with an all voicemail pod exclusive called 9580Jalen. Fill up the voicemail box because we're doing all voicemails tomorrow. Why is that, Jalen? And like the Blastmaster KRS one was told the T-R-A-O-8-D nice. We're not done. We're not done. We are not done. Got to give the people.